Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Uh, my name is Sean Bartley. I'm here with my buddy Percolator, and we are a brand new podcast uh, called Caffeinated Casuals because we are definitely casual and we are always caffeinated. Always. 110%. Um, it's going to be a podcast about a few different things. We, uh, we love video games, uh, we love nerd culture, and we absolutely uh, are fueled by coffee and love coffee. So there's some passion behind us, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast. We're both streamers. We're both on two different uh, platforms on the internet. Uh, myself, I stream on Mixer, uh, and my buddy Percolator. How you doing, man? What's going on, dude? He is uh, on Twitch.tv, so it's good to see you, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, dude. How about you? Doing good. I uh, just finished my cup of coffee, which is completely random because we're about it's... to do a podcast, and now I'm not going to oh, yeah. coffee the entire time. Well, it's fine. as long as you got it in the bloodstream. I, I actually just finished mine too, so it's we're we're in a good we're in good shape for that for sure. As long That's as the good, caffeine man. is being imbibed like through the system, I feel like if it's in the bloodstream, you're good to go. It's yeah, totally, it's totally fair. Give us a little bit of that's how we uh, get our inspiration to talk Absolutely. about nonsense. Absolutely, yeah, dude, that's that's gaming culture one hundred and one. Caffeine cool, from some source and 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 just passion for that. So, cool, man. So, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, we both uh, stream video games. That's kind of how we met. Um, what have you been streaming on your channel uh, right uh, as of right now? As of right now, doing? technically the last thing that I streamed was what we wanted to talk about today, which was Fortnite Battle Royale. Sure, sure. Uh, but normally I am a fighting game streamer. Uh, the FGC was in like my first home as far as the gaming community goes. Uh, I grew up in the arcades, playing Street Fighter, Soul Calibur, Tekken, all that good stuff. That's kind of that's kind of my home base. Um, but my name also comes from Destiny, so I love shooting games. I've always had an itch for like a PvP type of shooter and uh it's it's now actually your fault that i'm playing fortnite because i've had that it's itch true. destiny 2 didn't quite scratch that itch so it was it was a gap for a little while before i had that so the the, the battle and dude, royale what's really it. crazy about that is that it was the same way i don't remember who it was so i can't really shout them out but i remember it was someone had suggested uh fortnite to me and it was like right at the beginning when they came out with just the save the world the like pve version yeah, yeah. they didn't even introduce the you know the battle royale so it was like everyone kind of jumped on the train at first and was playing it and, and it was fun i didn't really ever get into it that much but i kind of like shied away from it and then they came out with a br and everyone laughed and they're like ha 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 that's funny oh yeah because it was absolutely horrible it looked like a me too like hey we have we have, you know we have a br too and that was like the the running joke we were kind of thinking we're like at e3 like how many studios are going to announce a battle royale because sure, was... i wonder if that was in uh and that kind of segues us directly into our discussion <laughs> for the day exactly um i wonder if it was a they just kind of winged it and we're like hey let's throw together this little like battle royale mode see if they like goes over it'll be something you know people can play on the side or if i wonder if they had the vision of making this kind of the core of the Fortnite experience was the the battle royale in the first place. I could be it's wrong, but I, I I thought one of my friends was saying that this was their their original intention, um, okay. because I know the battle royales kind of started with like Arma three, I believe, and then it, when it really gained some ground with H one Z one, that was like a big right. game on on streams for a while, um, mm -hmm. and then it really landmarked with PUBG because PUBG was obviously huge, uh, and it also I think was the first battle royale to come to console. Uh, and kind of expand that market too. But then I remember um, over the summer, a buddy of mine got the Founders Edition of um, Fortnite. And he's like, hey, you know, because I'm not a third person shooter. Like, the, for whatever reason, 
I've just never been good at third person. It kind of the motion always made me a little sick, which is not usual. Um, yeah, absolutely. I've been similar. similar. Yeah, it's it's there's just something about it. But he was like, hey, you know, I have this code for the for the campaign. You know, him and my other buddy that we used to play Destiny with were were playing it. So I was like, you know, if you if you got one, I'll try it. Like, can't promise anything. Can't promise I'll love it or put a lot of time into it. But I tried it. Um, and it was pretty cool. Uh, it was kind of like a, a tower defense type of game. I was like, I dig the vibe. Um, I like the art style because I, I played some PUBG. I didn't play H1 or um, Arma before that. Mm-hmm. But um, PUBG was fun. I was I love the fact that you can kind of customize the weapons, put the scopes on it. But it, it almost felt like there was too much that I didn't know and not really an easy common ground for me to learn what to do in it. So I just kind of felt sure. like I was at a disadvantage. But... Um, I played a little bit of the campaign and I was like, this guy's game's kind of got like a nice like art style to it. Um, and then not shortly after they announced the, the battle Royale. And I was like, huh, like <laughs> interesting. Cause the, the, the one thing I didn't like about PUBG is that it was kind of, it was hard for me to see. I know that's like an old man issue, but like everything was like Brown and tan and my no, eyes, I like, I just couldn't find anybody on the map. I was getting bopped from so far away by, like, amazing players. But um, I think that was what came into it with Fortnite. Because I think I played it, I feel like I played it with you, like, it, or somewhere around, like, December or so. Like, mm-hmm. when the Battle Royale was first kind of coming out. And the, the map was so sparse compared oh, to, yeah. uh, to what it is now. So it's very interesting to see where, the, where it's come from. The fact that Fortnite is made by the the company Epic Games for anybody listening that has no idea what Fortnite is, it's the it's kind of like the fourth gen of battle royale, but it's made by the people that make the Unreal Engine, which is something that probably if you've played a video game in the past like five years, you've played a game that's played it. built yeah. on that engine. Um, so the, it's the makers of Unreal Tournament, you know, um, Gears of War, like tons of tons of popular games uh, they've made. So mm-hmm. interesting to see them truly truly hit their stride um and to see a lot of other battle royale games pop up like islands of nye and uh some others and stuff it's kind of really it's really sparked i think a big change in the shooter genre because the last thing that's really been super pivotal for shooters was halo (laughs) like yeah literally it's it's been really like halo and like counter-strike that were like the predecessors of and like the the forerunners of the shooter genre, you know, Goldeneye and Doom and Quake and stuff like before then. So mm-hmm. it, it's really like, I don't think a lot of people are like noticing that, but this is, these games have actually made a new milestone for the shooter genre as a whole. They have. And, you know, it's interesting because it's like a really new concept. I remember when I was younger and I played video games, even around like the Halo times and stuff like that, I always thought like, it would be and it, I, for some reason I think it had to do with Minecraft because Minecraft came out with like a Hunger Games type mod to it. It did, and uh, I don't know if that was like part of where it all began, but it reminded me every time I played a shooter game, um, how cool would it be if you were just like thrown into this map and like everyone had to fend for themselves and you know yeah. similar to the Hunger Games. And I remember actually saying I think when I was watching the Hunger Games, I was like, they should make a video game about this. <laughs> It's pretty much. You know, it's pretty much what the battle like it's royale. A cool, is. It's a really cool concept because because it is. It is the whole battle royale concept. What I'm trying to think, and here's a question for you, um, is it's a very generalistic question. But what do you think is so appealing about about the battle royale genre in the first place? Not just Fortnite. We'll get into that. But just yeah. battle royales. What what makes them 
um, appealing to gamers of all kinds because we have everyone playing these. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Hardcore gamers, perf- you know, X you know, professional Halo counter strike, like everyone is playing yeah. them. And then you get, you see these news stories of these like 12, 13, 14 year olds that are literally glued to their couch after school until they pass out. Yeah. It's so appealing to a wide variety of people. Um, why do you think that is? If what I, them in? my best guess is that, and I'll, I'll start my, my hypothesis by just going back to the way that shooters were. Um, if you're playing Halo, you, you either needed to have, you know, in the early days before, uh, you know, Xbox Live, you needed to have buddies with you, like in person, you needed to go to like a LAN of, of some sort to play Counter-Strike, different things like that. Um, and then it evolved where you can go online, but still online, you typically were either doing like solos, like Lone Wolf style, or you would squat up with, uh, with friends. And that style of play has continued, like the amount of players and the way that you interact. But with every shooter you pretty much needed to take a similar approach to it. Like you needed to not get shot and do the shooting. And I think the difference in the battle Royale scene is there's a larger variety of the way that you can actually play the game. Um, Like I was just telling you a little bit before we started the podcast, like I landed in the top left corner of the map, the first circle now for, and for anybody not, you know, sure of what these are, the way that the map works is you start at different spots. There's a there's a ship that flies over. You parachute out whenever you feel like it, wherever you want to go. Um, and each like location has a random set of loot. You don't start with any weapons. You just have like a mining tool that you can break down walls with and stuff like that. So the object is to land on a roof, grab some guns, you know, and get equipped so that you can defend yourself. The circle or storm, depending on which version of the battle royale you're playing, kind of shrinks. So the map gets smaller and smaller. If you're outside the circle you're going to take damage over time. Like, not from not like fall damage, not like big chunks, but it's just going to tick you down, start, starting slowly, and then faster and faster over time. The whole point is that they want everybody into the smaller circle to make you fight to the death, like the Hunger Games reference that uh, Sean mm-hmm. was just mentioning. Um, but I think the way, the, the Battle Royale, the, the reason that it's so appealing is because it changes the dynamic. You don't have to just run into a room, grab the rocket launcher first anymore. You still want the rocket launcher, but you can grab that rocket launcher and you can just sneak across the map. You can get down into a valley and just kind of coast. You can hear the bullets firing in in a much more, I, I want to say just, I want to just use dynamic way because you can actually, if you're playing with headphones, you get a sense of exactly, hey, that was my back to the left. But the bullets mm-hmm. sounded like they were far away. If you're playing a game like Halo or, you know, CSGO or something like that, the arenas are very small. And the point is to constantly be moving around them, constantly be getting to where you need to go. In the case of Counter-Strike, you need to, you know, either plant the bomb or dismantle the bomb. Um, mm-hmm. In Halo, it's just, you know, a death match, you know, first to the most amount of points. Um, there's really no points. You can you can get, you can win Battle Royale games with one kill. Um or, or no kills, oh, technically, but I, I think that's like a uh, that's like a near impossible feat that some people are going for. That's very difficult. Very difficult. But um, I think the appeal is that you get to play it just any variety of ways. I was playing with my buddy who's very stealth. He's like, let's just sneak. You know, I hear shots. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not worry about it. You know, let's go over this mm-hmm. way. I think the circle's going to go that way. And then sometimes when I play with my other friend, I'm like, yo, let's just land tilted towers and just go ham. Like, you get, oh, sure. you get a large variety of ways to play it, even though the map is the same, which is something categorically uh, in contrast to a normal shooter where the more maps, the better, the more variety of games, the better, because the map does determine the way that you're going to play the game. Where you mm-hmm. land, the trajectory of the ship that's going to take you over wherever you're dropping, all of that is what's different, and the map becomes smaller and smaller, but it becomes smaller over different areas each time. 
So it's a it's a repeatable, a knowable thing where you can kind of like get to know the map. But you're like, oh, it's gonna go, it's gonna go into this spot. You know, there's there's a good vantage point over here. We can build up over there. You know, and different things like that. I think if from my just early, like I haven't even been playing the game all that long, from my right. limited experience with it, that's what seems to make it so fun for me. And each like I play differently with each group of friends that I play with. Oh, like, for there's sure. like a different way to play it each time that's that's my best guess honestly well well i think that for me at least i think it's it's one of the first games that i've ever played to where i'm bad at it (laughs) (laughs) and and like like i'm getting better i'm seeing improvements you know the the skill gap in this game is just like the grand canyon it's it's big like it's very big it's huge um which is awesome um but like you can still land shots and get a little bit lucky and take out you know like, if you guys don't know of uh, a guy named Ninja, he's probably uh, the top uh, Fortnite streamer in the world. He's number one on Twitch, and he's incredibly talented when it comes mm. to the game. Like, well, any game, but focusing on Fortnite, he's incredibly talented. He's he's super good, and every once in a while, he'll have some, some rando just going to pop a shot on him, and he's done. You know, not, not yeah. everyone is, if you're a god at the game, it doesn't make you exempt exactly uh, from exactly. dying and i think that's what that's one of the things that's cool but i mean to my point being i think it's one of the only games i've ever played where i'm i'm not good so to speak at it but i can't stop <laughs> and it's because and i think the reasoning behind that is because well i mean it's addicting right you always want to get back in you want to get those kills you want to get yeah. the better loot yeah every time you pull a a gold or an epic you know scar out of a chest you get that like Ooh, you know that you feeling of it. like yeah. yes i got it um and every single time that I drop in that game, it's a different experience. One hundred and ten percent. That's really that's really what's ringing true for me is the fact that it's it is the same map every time. It's like there's like there's a certain amount of guns. I think I've used all the guns at this point. But what did you get? Where did you land? Where's the circle going? Mm-hmm. You know, have did you land with other people? Did you land kind of isolated? Like what's right. what's the vibe? Like, like you it's... can get you can get one kill that entire game and you know be placed thirtieth. But you got that hunting rifle headshot across the map that was yeah. epic that you'll remember for the rest of the week. You're like, I'm going to can... go to bed happy. No, it, for real, though. Yeah. Like, or that trap kill where, you know, like, it doesn't matter. That's what keeps me coming back is to, like, like I crave those moments. I crave those, you know, those Absolutely. memories, so to speak. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just so cool. And And I think the concept of that is super simple that a lot of other developers can kind of just like take inspiration from is like, we don't have to have this elaborate, you know, thing, like just make it fun and make it make it's, it's the definition of this game is the definition of replayability. And it really is. And I think that goes for like some of the other BRs. Like I'm not a, I don't hate on PUBG. It's not my cup of tea. You gave sure. me you gave me crap the other day because I you literally sent me a message on Steam I because I Fortnite servers were down so I like popped open <laughs> PUBG I'm like hey let's get in here and see what it's all about I I have fun it's a fun game it's just like it's I'm more of that instant gratification to where I want to jump in have fun get out yeah win or die yeah do it all again PUBG you can invest thirty minutes into a game and get popped in the head and it be all over with yeah which is for some people because half the fun of PUBG in my my opinion is the whole looting and discovering and it's great it's fun with I friends l- it's even better 
yeah i i do as i mean being me i love the variation of the weapons i love being able to take a scope you know take a dot sight put it on a different gun like you know the grip for stability and stuff like that like that harkens back to why i love the first destiny game so much was that like that ability to customize the the experience and like the feel of the weapons was unique in in, you know in pretty much Mm -hmm. each thing um fortnite has a little bit more of a standardized feel to the weapons like uh you know a green auto rifle is better than or is better than white one which is not as good as a blue one which is not as good as you know when you go into the purple and golds that becomes the scar they don't do the auto rifles anymore there's just a different type of weapon Mm -hmm. but it's actually i like the fact that the loot is easier to see because the game the moving and playing the game i feel i feel more agile i feel like the game is actually quicker um and it just it feels like i it feels more of like an arcadey type of experience with fortnite which i think brings its replayability up because a game like PUBG, well i do i do own it and i have played it but i'm total total trash at it um oh for sure but i think that caters to a player maybe that likes csgo a little bit more a little bit more realistic a little bit more gravity and kind of Mm -hmm. punishment for the movement style i like being able to just like run and then like just you know crouch and like do things in, in fortnite i love the fact that i could build in fortnite that brings an entirely new element to a shooting Absolutely. game. Like, even, and I think like, it's, um, yeah. I think it's, you know, it is arcadey, but it's like that arcadey game with that, like I said, that huge skill gap. Like, exactly. exactly. Just because it's arcadey. I remember a lot of people, you know, gave a lot of crap towards Fortnite because it was like, oh, this, the children's game. I'm going to go play PUBG, <laughs> like a real, a real man's game, you know? Yeah, like, it's since like, when uh, did graphics define, like, how much fun you have in a video game? But that's a whole different point. Not. Oh, yeah. Um, just because it looks arcadey, it's the sniper is very, very skillfully used. The bullet drop off, which I love oh, yeah. in Fortnite, is perfect in my opinion. It's fun. Honestly, the, um, the the coloring and the skies, the fact that like the time of day changes much more rapidly, um, mm-hmm. it's easier on my eyes. I can play it longer. That was what I was kind of saying at the beginning of the podcast with PUBG being like kind of like too much like browns and tans and stuff like sure, that. Sure. It kind of just like fatigues personally. It fatigues my eyes a little bit quicker. Um, mm-hmm. Fortnite being a lot more colorful and like just kind of I like the lighting better it just is a it's like a more nitpicky like performance based thing but that actually lets me enjoy the game for a longer session without feeling as like tired um, as right. the other games which I think plays into its addictive features and also uh, just to mention too in the middle of this like PUBG, Arma uh, H1Z1 all the, the battle royales that have kind of come first uh, you have to buy them Uh Right, Fortnite yeah, didn't even touch on it. Fortnite's yeah. free. Hundred <laughs> percent free. Fortnite is and free if you have a console. It's free if you have a PC. Um, PlayStation players can play with PC players at the moment for hey. Fortnite, which is kind hey. of insane. Like I have a few friends that never really got into the PC pool. I'm still relatively new. It's only been I think a year and a half or two years that I've been kind of back on the PC side of things. Um, sure. But. I mean, having played it, like, I don't want to go back. Like, now that I'm acclimated to using a mouse, I don't want to go back. But I can still mm-hmm. play with friends that just are like, are like, oh, I'll try Fortnite for free. And, like, yeah. I think all of them have the Battle Pass now, by the way. I know, so right? It's like, that's, like, that's the thing. Oh, it's great. Creating that. Um, I, I love, like, this is a whole different discussion for another day. But I love the free-to-play model when it's done right. When it's done well, yeah. And, it, and and obviously Fortnite does it pretty well, like if not damn near perfect. Because 
I've spent money on Fortnite. You've spent money on Fortnite. My yes. wife spent money on Fortnite. <laughs> Little Jimmy down the road has asked for his mother's credit card. He spent money on Fortnite. For sure. And it's not because he wasn't having fun playing the game, but he wanted to look like a badass doing it. You know? Exactly. Like, you want to look cool. You want to have the rainbow glider. You want to have this. And those are all fun and good. And, like, it adds to, like, your personal arsenal and your brand. It's like, I'm good at this game because I have a unicorn pickaxe. Yeah. Like, you get a feel, like, it becomes, like, the way that I look at it, like, for certain things like that, for a game, like, I've played League of Legends, which is a free mm-hmm. game. I've bought skins in League of Legends. Because, like, when, once you pass a certain threshold where you're like, I like this game. And then you kind of realize, you're like, oh, I got this for free. Like, I don't mind throwing the developers, you know, a few bucks here and there. I want to get right. that skin that looks really cool. I symbolize with that, like, something will stand out to you. Where you're like, oh, that's that's mine. Like, I, I got to have that. Like, that's, you know, and your friends see you and they laugh at you. Or, you know, you just feel like a badass. Like, whatever your reason is for it, you kind of develop a little bit of an attachment to a visual style. So, I mean, and in a sense, like, just to, to touch on the way Fortnite does it, um, not only can you, you can buy skins in the store, there's like the premium skins and there's different rarities, the same actual rarity as the items that drop in the game, um, which, is cool. which is very cool, actually. Like, I like the simplistic, like, and kind of cohesive design that they've gone with. Um, mm-hmm. So like a premier skin is like gold, like the, the epic drops, and they're a little bit more detailed. The common, uncommon, rare skins are kind of closer to the base style of characters, um, which if you're just getting the free version of the game, you get a random given like hero to be and it changes for each game um so some mm-hmm. of them they kind of just dress them up with some more stuff and it's you know maybe like a couple dollars to up to where i think was it like 10 or 12 dollars is like the most expensive skin or something it's like something that. like that yeah the, the epics can get kind of the epics kinda pricey. yeah um and the, then, well i mean they can get i think to up to 20 bucks because you have 20. to buy if, if you didn't have any uh v bucks that's right that's right v bucks are the currency in the game you can get a hundred of them for 9.99 gotcha so some of the things are like you know 180 V bucks or something, so like you can't gotcha. just buy one. You have to buy twenty dollars worth of V bucks. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm right. getting at. So. Yeah, exactly. But um, the battle, the battle pass is ten dollars, and yeah, for the length awesome. of the season, which is a little over two months, I think, you have uh, you like you just level up. So as you complete certain milestones, you get in certain kills in certain places or with certain weapons or whatever, finding looting chests in certain sectors of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll essentially level playing up. the game. Essentially, yeah, just playing the game. You'll level up your battle pass. Um, and every level you get something, it might be like a banner icon. It could be uh, a pickaxe skin. It could be a character skin. It could be a dance emote or something like that. And I think it's like every 10 levels or so you actually get a hundred V bucks. So -hmm. if you complete the battle pass through a season, you get your $10 of value back in the form of the V bucks, obviously. So theoretically, if you play the game a lot, if you like it, you buy the battle pass, you play through it, you get $10 back. You've got that sitting in your account. When the next season pass comes out, you just buy it with your existing V bucks mm-hmm. that you earned, and as long as they don't change that, you can continue the cycle and potentially get those unique skins, which are unique to just that season, for a one-time purchase of ten bucks. Ten bucks, which is mm-hmm. pretty, which is pretty cool. Like I like that a lot. And yeah, I, I love that model. It was an instant sell for me because the level one hundred skin is totally John Wick and oh, i yeah. need that in my life so it's like there there there's there's incentive to never spend the dime there's incentive to also spend you know as much as much or as little tons. money as you as you want um, i love the idea of that you mentioned earlier like when you were talking about like supporting the developers and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i think that that's kind of what it all comes down to is like 
the way I look at it, the analogy I look at it is like if you're watching a Twitch streamer, right? You enjoy their stream. Like you're never required to sub. You're never required to donate and blah, 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 blah. Right. But sometimes, you know, like you want to you wanna sub, you want to get their emotes. What is it? It's sure. a cosmetic badge that you wear on your, your name that says, hey, I support this channel. Yeah. And a lot of people, yeah, it's going to be like, hey, I look badass. But it's also going to be like, hey, I was there for that. And I, you know, got this skin when it was available. And this is a really cool game. And exactly. it's just supporting that game, supporting with people that make it and yeah. it's an awesome it's an awesome way to do that so um yeah i love the i love the free-to-play model with fortnite and uh they did it right it's just awesome it did do it right it did do it right i feel like when it comes to like player unknown battlegrounds like you buy the game and then there is a loot box system in the game but it's super stale and very super dumb <laughs> in my opinion very and stale. you just get like yeah. every time i get like enough points and i obviously haven't played the game enough to rank up a ton of them but i get a box and it's like a pair of shoes that i've got yeah you, like you like no one cares shoes or like a um, tank top where you're like okay well i'm gonna put a vest on immediately because i need to and then the on game, top of that so. similar to the counter-strike model on top of that for like the higher ranked boxes that you get in PUBG, you then have to use real money to buy a key to open that crate mm-hmm. you know so like i i never was a fan of that like if you're gonna make something like they should make it free to play and then make the money and make the cosmetics and e- like, I don't know if you saw the news today, uh, perk, but, uh, there's a little bit of a new roadmap for, for a PUBG. And it's oh. an interesting fits into our discussion a little bit. I haven't um, seen it. Interestingly, they're introducing a new map, uh, sometime in the next month. They're inter- which is a smaller map, um, mm. for more fast place, quicker matches. Interesting. Um, like Fortnite. For- Fortnite. They're introducing emotes. Like, <laughs> like Fortnite. Fortnite. Um, and then there was a couple other things in there that were, uh, Fortnite essentially. And they realized that, Hey, we're losing, we're losing our model because of this. Like, and I think the instant huh. gratification thing that I talked about earlier is more of a common, uh, feeling when it comes to BRs, unless you're a hardcore player. Now that's why Fortnite is catering to that wide spectrum of player bases because, you know, hardcore players can go in, tear ass and get out and on to the next game. But then the not so good players can go in hide for a little bit, but eventually the game's going to be over. It's not, they're not forced into a 40 minute long match. Exactly. Um, And so I think for for PUBG to dip into that player base of of Fortnite, they need to make those, you know, more instant gratification moments freely available. And I'm going to, I'm just going to bring it up here real quick um, on my computer. Um, Player unknown battlegrounds while we talk about it and just kind of look at, some that's, of the uh... that's incredibly interesting that they mm-hmm. they kind of like brought the the battle royale they kind of from 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 my outside perspective i don't know everything about them i know they're they're a different developer obviously but um it, it seems like they looked at h1z1 which the mm-hmm. h1z1 battle royale was was not the primary version of that game if i remember correctly too um but it looks like they kind of got that vibe and they're like let's polish up uh h1z1 a little bit let's kind of fine-tune it the engine like the game looks very similar to h1z1 um the buildings are bigger there's more to them um which is cool um it kind of you know creates more ranged gun battles like in fortnite your ranged gun battles come from exterior fights usually when you're interior you're bringing out your shotgun or your smg um Mm -hmm. but it's I, i kind of almost wish PUBG would do its own thing and kind of be its own game rather than trying to bite back the cookie that Fortnite's eating right now. It's yeah, no, I feel you. Sort of weird. Like, I, it's, 
I, I understand where they're coming from, but I also mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of developers are afraid to be them. Like, and honestly, I don't even blame the developer as much as the investors because I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that there's some suits that are kind of like, nope, this works for this company. This is a tried and true method. Get this mm-hmm. game on this track and let it coast along the rails. You're going to, you know, this is the amount of content that you're allowed to eke out, you know, every so many months or your X, Y, and Z. And they right. try to use a formulaic gameplay, which, like, even if you look at games, like video games in general that have had long-running franchises like Mario, like Zelda, like Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, all those games that have had, like, numerous, numerous, numerous recognizable and, and well-selling um, sequels. Like, no two Zelda yeah. games. Like, maybe, you know what, maybe there's two Zelda games per generation that are similar because they use the same engine. The N64 is all the games play very similarly, but they're very different stories. And there's, there's different elements to both of them. Um, sure. You know, Absolutely. the wind waker doesn't play that similarly to breath of the wild. That's like its own thing. And they're, they're sequels. They're sequels of the same series that aren't afraid to depart from the base way that the franchise has played before. Oh so, yeah. hundred percent. So it's like, I'm kind of like, I'm wondering, I'm like, of course you look at it and you could say, well, duh they can take more risks because they're going to sell based on the brand alone but at the same time how well is a game going to sell let's use here's a perfect example of of this strategy in practice not working out from the same company paragon from epic games the company that makes fortnite they came out with an arena moba type shooter right on the heels of overwatch which was blizzard's ability type shooting game and that's by Blizzard. That's by one a tremendous gaming company, and that game hit its stride. It was perfect. There was, uh, I think it was Battleborn and Paragon, both that yep. came out right around that time. They seemed kind of like copycat styles of that like mm-hmm. MOBA shooter genre, like what however you want to classify it. And mm-hmm. they didn't do well. Epic Games even said, "Hey, you know, we're refunding people that that put money into uh, um, uh, what was the gun the name." Um, which is in, which is crazy interesting very like, interesting about. and bold bold strategy cotton like for how they're like no yeah. game studio has done that going hey guys you know we screwed up you know here's some money back also they're probably thinking hey can you guys buy some fortnite skins um which honestly if i was if i had put money into paragon and they were like here's your money back and i was playing fortnite i'd be like shit yeah why not like yeah. throw it in like who cares like it's it's a nice gesture from a developer obviously they're banking on the fact that like, Hey, our studio is not going to go under. We don't need to nickel and dime everybody. We'd rather have a display of good faith to our, you know, customers in the hopes that like our brand is, is going to be represented well to them. They'll remember this, even if they don't put their money into Fortnite right now, even if it's, you know, a decade before they buy another game from Epic games. Um, Right. Still a really good showing of faith. And for, it, where, where it's the opposite case of um, PUBG and even like Destiny 2. They're like, here, mm-hmm. buy, buy our game at full price. I think PUBG launched, I think, 30 bucks. Um, but Destiny was, you know, full AAA title. Full $60. price game, yeah. Um, and they're like, here's also loot crates inside of it. <laughs> like, come on, you know? It's it's a pretty... Uh... And and for, for people that can say like, oh, it's just cosmetics. Co- the cosmetic argument works perfectly for Fortnite because the game, you have every function of the game. So the cosmetics are just cosmetics. For Destiny, 100%. the whole part, the whole experience of the game is looting, is getting loot. It's not loot that goes away at the end of a game like, you know, Fortnite or Battle Royales. It's right. loot that stays with you. That, the loot is your character, essentially. Like yep. that, that is what defines you 
and the loot actually has stats for the like inside the game. Like they actually make a difference. Yeah, there's definitely and no comparing those two entities. Like, it's 100%. it's it's you know like so that's why it's kind of shocking to see the studio where you could even understand their standpoint if they wanted to put more loot crates and stuff into the game because they're giving you the base game for free mm-hmm. versus the company that's AAA that's giving you selling you the game, not giving you the game, selling you the game, and then yes. selling you parts of the game. Just an interesting an interesting take on it it truly is 100 percent um so another thing that we had um we had discussed personally a little bit that i found very interesting was uh like i mentioned to everyone else earlier we both um create content we we stream on 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 two different platforms but we still do the same thing we're still streaming on the internet uh video games and we're both streaming Fortnite. now here's the trend is so is everyone else um A lot of other people have been driven towards uh, Fortnite from from communities like the Destiny community, where the game kind of wasn't what they thought it was going to be and, and didn't, you know, scratch their itch. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Destiny was a looter shooter, and Fortnite is a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen other people that have come from various other communities, uh, Warframe, another looter shooter, and, and yeah. other entities of of that what do you think out of all things brings them to a game like Fortnite with in my opinion a complete opposite you know frame of mind when it comes to how you play a game um those little little loot victories are a little bit i don't think realistic enough to compare to like something like Destiny where it's almost like a collection based game where you want to get the best loot and you want to run these raids these all these things is it the pvp aspect of it do you think that brings people in um I, the competitive I, edge that kind of thing i think it's the i think it there's i think there's a couple factors um i think a lot of the destiny community as as, as far as the streamers go um there were there were a lot of really big pvp guys that came up through destiny they played some other games before but like they got popular on their streams through destiny and mm-hmm. by being, you know, a Destiny PvPer for all intent and purposes, like, you know, guys like Triple Rec, you know, and you know, and, you know, uh, Gigs and, and a lot of other guys that were Doctor Lupo, know, Lupo, yeah. Crafty, like the the list mm-hmm. goes on. Like there, that's by no means the the short list even. Um, and then there's guys like Goth and Broman who were more who played PvP, of course, but were more PVE guys. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting take on that is that I see the PvPers from Destiny. They went more of the route of Fortnite and other BRs. I've seen the the PVE guys go for stuff like Monster Hunter, like a looter, mm-hmm. like player versus environment game type. And I, so I think the the twofold factor is I think the BRs are very easy to stream for a streamer yeah. who's built up their community based around PVP. Um, okay. I, I think that makes it easy for them. It's easy to pop on do a game, commentate on the game, have some hilarious moments, like do some wacky stuff, uh, get some clips and great moments. Mm-hmm. I think that translated easier. And and on like on top of that too, it sure as hell scratches the PvP itch that I've been having. I, I started off oh, the podcast does. saying that. Like it really fits that little part where because I mean like fighting games are my my primary thing. Like I I play them religiously. Like I play friends. I try to get better constantly. Um, that's that's my jam. So it's it's all PvP. 
but there is mm-hmm. there is a part of me I'm like I just want to play like a shooting game on the side like just for fun like a lot of my friends aren't fighting game players but we you know we played always a shooting game of some sort together of some sort yeah. um so I think the PVP aspect of Fortnite really grabs them I'm curious to see if there's going to be more development on the PVE end of like that campaign that they have for Fortnite if it would be great will... if they did make save the world more you know lootery based it is I, now i mean it, like yeah. it is to a it's, certain extent you're you're finding fun. and crafting these cool weapons and stuff i just haven't gotten into it which i'd yeah. like to more because it seems really fun it is pretty, um, it is pretty cool i just i really think it's the pvp aspect of it and the accessibility for streaming it's a great game 100%. there's a little bit of downtime before a match starts you can check chat you can read donations and subs and all that stuff i think the formula mm-hmm. for the game itself perfectly matches the uh the ups and downs and the highs and lows and that breather and intense moments that you kind of vacillate between when you're streaming um i think it really it really truly does kind of like fit that just fit that niche perfectly yeah and i think it fits it fits the idea of like you mentioned earlier like a lot of the people that were interested in pve we see them dabble into fortnite as well very limited compared to the pvp people and they yes. usually jump in for friends and i think you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about they jump in for those funny moments and getting everyone you know getting a squad together and just kind of having fun yeah and because that's part of you know a lot of communities um for those streamers are based upon that a lot of people come to watch them is to exactly. just kind of screw around with their friends but exactly um a lot of people like to watch really good pvp players be really good at pvp games yes and a lot of those people that were good at destiny pvp are really good at, at fortnite pvp so it's kind of a a win-win situation because like pretty much everybody's playing fortnite right now like if you're not you're probably lying yeah you probably like <laughs> behind the scenes turn on your computer or your xbox or whatever and you play a couple games like Slim, you know we tilted. see you we see yeah like we see you doing it it's now i'm sure there's a few that aren't but for the majority like there's got to be 90% of the people listening that are interested in video games have probably downloaded Fortnite at some point. Sure. And sure. they've all tried it. So everyone that t- t- tunes in to these streams are like thinking they can learn something, which I do. I, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Lupo. Uh, I know you've heard of him and he was oh, yeah. back from, he ran, you know, a lot of trials carries and his, his channel has just absolutely blown up um, over the last like just month or so, just because, um, of his skill and his he's he's a great streamer first of all he is shout out cool to dude. dr lupo cool but dude. he's a really good guy a really good uh really entertaining streamer but i i watch dr lupo because i watch how he plays i want to see like he's a great builder he's this and that and i want to yeah. i want to learn more from him so i can become a better player and that's why i watched um a lot of com- competitive destiny well say competitive but pvp destiny <laughs> players uh, play trials. I, I wanted to learn the lines. I wanted to, to learn where they're going, what sites they're seeing. You know, like I wanted Absolutely. to learn yeah. and I wanted to get better. So I think it's partially that. I think it's partially people are just interested in the game in general and they're sticking with their favorite streamers through through that that cycle. Absolutely. Um, but I think you definitely, uh, you hit it with the whole the PvP thing. I think a lot of the PvP, even Triple Rec, like he's very very critiquey on his PvP games. And yeah. he has been about Fortnite because that's just what he does. But yeah. um, he's having a lot of fun because it's he said the same thing. It's really scratching that PvP niche that he's had and that a lot of people have had for a long time. And since Destiny 2 is not really putting out when it comes to that right now. For sure. Um, 
they got to go do something. And people dabble with, you yeah. know, there's there's people playing Rainbow Six and, you know, a couple of those other things. But Seems people are just, that, like, yeah. thirsty for that PvP experience. And I think in an overall sense, Fortnite does deliver that. I, I absolutely agree, and I, and I think it's, it's interesting. My question, I'm going to pose this question to you, because you, you've okay. hit me with some. So I want to see what you mm-hmm. think about this before I give you my thoughts. What do you think it would take for, like, Fortnite is pretty much at the pinnacle. Like, I think right now is, I'm, I'm curious to see numbers, if there's a way we can actually check uh, login numbers. Mm-hmm. I know there's Fortnite Tracker, like there is for um, Halo and Destiny and Call of Duty and stuff like that. Right, right, um, right. I'm curious to see the numbers but it looks to me from the onset from streaming and everything that fortnite is at its peak what do you think it would take for another game to come along and put fortnite in the number two spot like what would it take to to top fortnite at the moment like what would it actually do you know i've had like a lot i think right now to answer your first part of that question i think fortnite has exceeded uh pubg as far as like concurrent players um which is crazy to think about because yeah I looked at the numbers of PUBG and I was like, holy crap, that's a lot of, there's like a million, some concurrent players or something million um, at one, like, Huge. yeah, but, um, you know, it makes sense for Fortnite because like you had mentioned earlier, it's on all consoles and PC mm-hmm. and yeah, now that PUBG is on console as well, um, you get really a true help. metric. Fortnite's yeah. just, so, what's it, so what is it, what is it going to take? That's a super good question and I'm going to be blunt with you. I don't know if I have the answer to your question. Um, <laughs> Okay. I don't I don't know because like when I when I looked at PUBG or at uh, Fortnite rather I uh I thought it was silly. Like I th- I thought it was even the first time I jumped in and played I'm like, "Oh, this is hilarious. This is cute. You yes. know, this will be something that like lyrical play for a day, you know, and people will watch him and be like, "Ha ha ha, that's funny. All right, when's the next Call of Duty coming out?" Right, you know, exactly. like that kind of thing. So, I am surprised in a general sense that Fortnite took off now that i know it and i've played it and i've been addicted to it i understand why and Mm. i understand why it has so much success um for me uh, i guess my answer would be like i think the people really that the only people that really ever made fun of Fortnite or like gave it any kind of shit whatsoever were the people that were into that thing you said about the cartoony aspect of it i think if they did something a little bit more realistic a little bit more um grab and go um i don't know man maybe like a call of duty br or something Mm. like that i don't know if that could dethrone Mm. that that's a whole different discussion i like to say that a lot but it is a whole different discussion that's an interesting point that could be a viable i mean it could be something and like the rumors are out there dude like today they announced uh black ops 4 officially the next call of duty title in october black ops i i i i I I I I I. Did yeah, you, which is did really you see that? They, they, yeah, they, they, all I have to say is they can save themselves next time around if they just put a tally mark like the slash through the five. They're like, there it is. We're using tally marks, and then everybody will be like, oh, they they've had this plan all along. It's totally fine. Right. It's not Roman numerals. It's just slashes. It's not um, hilarious to me though. But go ahead. Sorry. No, it's it's fine. Uh, so I don't know. I there's been rumors. I don't know if it's just like that, speculation, but there's been rumors that they're in the works of doing a battle royale mode for that Call would of Duty. Be interesting. It I, would be interesting. It's huge go, it, brand. It's a, it is it is. But like, will they get mocked for like? Oh well, they had to do it to keep their game viable. Um, or yeah. will they actually just kill it? Will it be like super duper yeah, fun? It will it be like a really nice mode when? Man, I don't know. So like. Imagine competition. Imagine landing in in a World War Two esque thing, jumping out of one of those old 
uh, planes uh, mm. you know, in full World War II gear landing in. And being like, you know, here, tr- fend for yourself, dude. You trend, like- yeah, trench running. Imagine maybe finding some artillery. Um, mm-hmm. And then imagine next week you're in Black Ops style. Like you're in like modern day, modern warfare type stuff. Yeah, doing it in all different like, de- like in, that's, in different that's eras. Really good. Yeah, that would that be. Could, that's the first thing I thought of is because Call of Duty has they have that like military, that true military like style, and they could really spice that up. You know, that's that would be wow. I'm not a Call of Duty player, but dude, ah, uh, now see that there's the problem. It's now I'm excited. Count you in as trying that. You know? uh, yeah, I'm excited for the possibility of a game that I just kind of like put together in my own brain. That if it doesn't come true, I'm gonna be kind of sad about it now. But that's I'm fifty fifty on it. Like I, I'm fifty fifty on the idea of it, and I'm fifty fifty yeah. on the idea of it actually being a viable thing that's gonna happen. It'd be cool um, to see. It'd be cool. To I think see. it's safe to say though that like BRs are are the jam right now. I think we're gonna see a lot yeah. more BRs at E3 than we're expecting. I think um, so. But I think a lot of them are going to be, like, new titles. I don't think there's going to be a lot of games branching out into the BR. Like, Division kind of did, right? They a little did bit. survival. A little bit. It was bit. very, very Battle Royale-esque-ish. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where you, like, draw the line, like, a survival-based thing versus a Battle Royale. Are they the same? Are they different? I think there's, like, a big mixture of them. Um, For sure. I do think... It's a bold statement, but I do think BRs are the future imminently. I think that it's the way a lot of studios are going to go. Um, I think we're going to be surprised to see some bigger IPs like put out battle, battle royale modes. Call of Duty, I don't know, but we'll see. Mm. People, had, I haven't even seen on Twitter two people were like, Bungie needs to do a battle royale Destiny <laughs> mode, which would be like absolutely ridiculous and like mind numbing. Can you imagine ridiculous. like Nova yeah. bombs flying everywhere? But oh anyways. my god, that would be interesting. When does it become a creative idea for a developer to introduce a battle royale game into their their string of modes? And when does it become a like desperate grab at like trying to kind of thing? Right? Do we have to do this to bring in um, bring in the player base? I mean, like they're huge. They're they're the they're what people are playing right now. Yes. But like this has happened really quickly over the last like year or two. Yeah. So it could be it could be completely different. I hope people start trying trying different things. I hope Call of Duty sticks to its guns. I hope that that they come out. And the Black Ops were always my favorite. Um, I I'm a, I'm sure. a, like a closet Call of Duty player. Like I'm not <laughs> one of those people that comes out. You know, like I'm gonna rip your face off in Call of Duty. Like whatever, dude. Like I enjoyed the good Call of Duty titles. I I played World War Two. It was fun. Um, I loved Black Ops. All of them, pretty much. Three was like, eh, but like Black Ops One, Black Ops Two were absolutely off of the chains uh, I was, for me. Um, I was just, like, literally for me, it was just the Modern Warfare. So those were the ones that I played. Yeah, those were great, too. I loved Modern Warfare uh, 2, was by, which there's also a rumor. I think it's confirmed, but there's also a rumor of a remastered of, of uh, 2. Oh, Modern that still Warfare wasn't 2. a thing? I, that rumor's been floating around for a there while. There was a, uh, I don't know, I don't want to put speculation. It's not confirmed, but there was a, a leaked GameStop thing online. Got it, got it. Kotaku put it out and whatever. Anyways, okay. Um, yeah, so I loved Call of Duties all the way through. I loved COD 4. I loved, you know, yada, yada, yada. So do they mm. stick with their guns and, and focus on, like, bringing Call of Duty back as a franchise? And, you know, there's been also rumors about Black Ops 4 being completely boots on the ground, which I think is, like, a necessary decision for them. Um, be interesting to see. Be interesting bring to back see Call of Duty the way that Call of Duty should be, or do they branch out and move with the times? Because, I mean, Call of Duty can do that. 
like if you guys can hear my cat in the background she's she's <laughs> mad at me she's hungry um she uh or she the cat she's chilling there call of duty has always been a one-year game right so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me they've had some pretty crappy call of duties yes <laughs> like uh what was the one that you're in space on advanced Warfare. oh yeah probably yeah. one of the worst games that came out that year and one definitely with the worst call of duty in my opinion yeah so i feel like they have the option to do a br and if it sucks then it's going to be like the next year come it's just like all right we'll forget we forget we did that like forget that it yeah. Happen. yeah or make it like a like part of a dlc add-on you know where it's not hey we're launching this massive thing like it's not going to be campaign multiplayer zombies and br it's just yeah. something that's going to come like it's going to be a multiplayer mode um there's other games that have done that too like there's uh, a, a free-to-play game on Steam called Warface. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I haven't. Um, anyways, a couple other games that are out there that are multiplayer-driven, you know, PvP, but they, like, in this update, we're adding a Battle Royale mode. Like, okay, it's probably going <laughs> to suck, but we're still doing it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, how, do they, how do they do that? Do they do that that way, or do they, like, market it as, like, zombies and this Battle Royale? Like, yeah. I don't know, but I feel like they could. I feel like they're one game that could do that i don't know well that's that's that is a huge topic for uh for discussion for sure i like i I really would love an idea the idea of a call of duty battle royale i really would we'll see we'll see what happens love Mm -hmm. it it would be fun i think so i think to we'll 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 slow down and kind of finish off this discussion here i think but to to answer your question because it's a really good 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 question uh how do you how do you dethrone fortnite how do you dethrone brs um yeah. right now you don't i don't think i think that's honestly the answer i don't i think i agree i think they just they're doing their thing right now i think epic games has a gorgeous thing with fortnite that they're gonna ride and they're they're doing an awesome job dude with with this game they're the updates are fantastic yeah they have some weapon tuning issues that they still need to fix and i yeah. know they are working on them because they make it very clear that they are and uh they want to do it right because all the updates that they put out the things that they fix they fix it absolutely they don't oh yeah they don't put a stamp over it they don't put a sticker over it and say hey look at this they we tried they, they do so I'd, they get it right um they make it good the updates have been amazing they've been frequent the communication with their community has been it's overly awesome. ambitious and awesome yeah um, they're, they're setting the bar pretty high for, for so, how to communicate and i think I think in this climate of gaming, that's a that's a big factor too. That's a that it's an it's an external element of the game, but it still very drastically affects the the feeling that the players have for the game and the feeling that the players have for their willingness to buy in 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 game microtransactions. Like sure. the way Bungie presented them was kind of scummy. They kind of showed it up was scummy. in in it wasn't I think kind it was of the, scummy. It was scummy. It was scummy, especially even mm-hmm. they creeped their way into the Taken King too in Destiny One, and they just were full stop like you know blow out the doors yeah. in destiny 2 and that was scummy Fortnite, it was like like they don't even they don't even advertise it in the game it's a tab that you can find in the game and sure. then every update is like oh by the way here's a new gun oh by the way here's a new gun by the way here's a new location to drop into try that out like here's stuff mm-hmm. and they don't they don't they're not even like coming soon trademark it's just like oh tomorrow and it's like what like, I love that. I love I when really they just like too. drop stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. really cool. The only that's thing awesome. that sucks is if you're like, you know, 
like me sometimes i'm at work and you you see that that twitter <laughs> update and it's like yo new thing right now and i'm like uh, ah i want to try it but on the contrary it's like well i know what i'm doing tonight you know exactly like it, exactly it gets it you excited and then you're like trying to get through that evening because you just want to go home and, and do the thing 100 percent, 100 percent, dude i don't know man it's a it's a really the game's amazing if you're listening to this right now and you haven't played Fortnite, first of all what are you doing with your life yes yeah, second of all where have you been seriously and third of all go do it at least try it. i think it's fun it's all the craze right now and uh, it's cool all the craze for a reason it. cool kids it are is. doing it and you can link your if you got amazon prime twitch prime you can get a free skin or two free skins with it in Fortnite too i thought you were just gonna plug your plug your twitch channel and i was gonna be like that was incredible <laughs> if you have amazon prime you can head over to twitch.tv head over no i, I just real. i just i want people to get the most out of the game like because like i skins mean so little but they mean so much to me and i know Same the thing. feeling of missing out on them so if i remind one person who's like oh before like the month or whatever it is is up like just do it link your twitch get a cool skin play Fortnite, give it a whirl like yeah, honestly it's a, it's, a, it's a whole lot of fun i didn't really like it at first and and you yeah. got me playing it i was like all right i'll give it another try we played a couple games and i was like it clicks like when you get your first when you knock down your first opponent you're like oh i get the feel for the guns like i, I get what's going on here like i get mm-hmm. kind of where i need to be and what i need to do like it it the, it's it's very approachable like if you've played any shooter before you'll have a good time with it you'll you'll get you will. in your brain what's going on with it so you just gotta, you just gotta give it a chance. It's, it's almost like you're acquiring loot in the form of knowledge, skill. Right? Yeah, a perfect. Yeah, like for it. Yeah. instead of like playing all these games and like, oh, I gotta grind for this thing, and like you're grinding for that perfect shot where it finally clicks, and you're like, oh, that's how you land the headshots with the tactical shotgun. Exactly. Because you feel it and you see it, and it's then you go back and do it connection. again, and you're like, yes, like I got it. Yeah. And that's, it's just addicting. It's just so addicting. Man. That is exactly what fighting games are too, by the way. That's like that those little aha moments that like you're like, mm-hmm. I feel this, like I know this is a punish, like I know this is a counter. Like you get all that stuff and you you it fits together. And when you feel it when you feel it like actually happen, it makes yes. you want to just continue to do it. Yeah, you're no longer a person pushing buttons and levers trying to make it work. You are the the character is just flows through you. Like you, you have full control over it. You're you're in it and it's it's perfect. Let it flow through you. Cool, man. Yes. Well, well, thanks for thanks for chatting with me today, dude. It's for been, sure. It's been a pleasure. We it's are the good. Caffeinated Casuals. Yes. Uh, if you guys want to find me, you can head over to Twitter, at uh, Sean Bartley on Twitter, and uh, you can find me streaming at night. I'm usually live at night around 8 o'clock Eastern time on Mixer.com slash Sean Bartley. Uh, and if you guys uh, want to go over and uh, hang out with my man Percolator, yeah. where can they find you, man? Find me at twitch.tv slash Percolator with a K. Um, also on Twitter too, I talk about lots of games and lots of stuff in general, uh, at percolator, just with two R's at the end percolator, like just awesome. Cool. And we're launching this podcast. I'm going to get this uploaded as soon as we're done here. It should be up on anchor by the end of the night. And then, um, hopefully to all of your favorite podcast platforms, iTunes, um, uh, Google, uh, and all of those fun things. And hopefully soon Spotify. So wherever you like to listen to podcasts, you can go, go subscribe, uh, leave a review. That would be great. Help us keep doing what we're doing. And uh, until next week, Percolator, it's been great. Thank you for, uh, for joining us. Yes, sir. Not sure what we're going to talk about next week, but um, I'll make something. sure to have my cup of coffee next time. So <laughs> get a little bit more excited about something. Sounds I'm good. Sure. We will, there's we'll there's infinite things to talk about, so I'm sure we'll there find is. something. Thanks again for listening, guys. Hey, okay. We'll talk to you guys later. Y'all have a good one. Take it easy.